I want to do my little mini sermon this morning on celebration and on celebrating the season of life that we're in. This is such a sweet season for these guys. Isn't it fun? Don't you just feel like you're so excited to be here with them? It's such a sweet season of life. But this morning, the title of the sermon is, is celebrating the calling that God has on your life in every season. Because while this is such a sweet season, the truth is, is that life is seasonal and all of us go through all kinds of seasons. And this is kind of the pinnacle right here. I don't mean it's all downhill. <laughs> I don't mean it's all downhill from here, but kinda, I mean, no. Right, I mean, life is seasonal. We come in and out of seasons. If you think back on your life journey as they did, as they were sort of reflecting in their, in their, their testimony, you, know, you realize you've gone through a lot of stuff some of it great, some of it awful, and a lot of it in between, and some of it all happening in the course of one day or one week or one month. But there's this calling on our lives, friends, to embrace what it is that God has for us in our season right now. It's always gonna be a responsibility of ours, celebrating, embracing the calling that God has on our lives in every single season. And this kind of idea is all through the scriptures. Um, look at Psalm 113 with me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you his servants. Now you hear it. This is Psalm stuff, right? Like, bless the Lord. We're going to bless God. We're going to... Uh, your nephew made it like 10 minutes. Sorry. See ya. They'll be married next time you see him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you his servants. Praise the name of the Lord. Now verse 2, look. Let the name of the Lord be praised or blessed. Bless the name of the Lord now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. And we kind of, we maybe have read that psalm and we know this verse. There's this idea of that there's going to be these seasons when we bless the Lord. We're going to be praising God now and forevermore. That doesn't mean just for a long time. That means now in this sweet season and then tomorrow and next year and through the things that God's going to lead us through all the way to the end of our days. We'll go through a number of seasons and at each place, the calling on our lives will be to bless God, to live out this season that he's given us, to embrace him. Now and forevermore, it says, from the rising of the sun to the time when it goes down, the name of the Lord is to be praised. And that isn't, doesn't just mean this idea of all day long, you know, from start to finish all day. It means, it's metaphorical. It means in every season. When the fresh sun rises in the morning and it's beautiful and warm and there's hope and nothing's gone wrong yet. All the way through the day until the late afternoon, until the darkness, we bless God. What season are you in, church? What season of your life are you in right now because the call of God on your life is to live out, embrace it, and bless God no matter where you are in your seasons of life. Now, I wanna talk about how do you do that a little bit. I mean, how do we celebrate what calling is there, where we are right now, right in this season? How do we do that? Um, do we even have to talk about good seasons, like the great ones? Because that's kind of the easy way, right? I know how to live out that, that calling. That's just party. Like, that's awesome when life's going good. You know, maybe you're in a season like a Psalm 23 season where, you know, the psalmist, this, this is a popular uh, psalm. Everybody knows this psalm. Uh, it, it starts out, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, or I, I will lack. What does it say in this version? I lack nothing. And that is an awesome time in life when you're just like, 
The Lord is my shepherd, and I have everything I've dreamt of. Those were sweet seasons. Enjoy that. Right? And some of you are there right now. You're like, man, it's so good right now. Do we even need to talk about how do we celebrate the calling that God has in our life in that time? We're like, that's easy to celebrate. But there's these things, in the, you know, and if we were to do the long version of this sermon, we would go all the way through Psalm 23, but you, you would, you'd see these things. You, how do we celebrate what, what, what the calling God has? Well, we worship. We always worship because that's always about gratitude. It's always about gratitude, worship. Oh, God, look what you've done. That psalmist goes through the rest of the sermon. He's just... He's like, you, you've anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. You've led me beside quiet waters. You, you've restored my soul. You've done all these things. God, you've been so good to me. We worship. We, we embrace our stewardship. Now listen to this. Even when times are good, we embrace our stewardship. Meaning when times are good, you know what a steward is? The steward is one who receives and then uses what they've received for the sake of the benefactor. We talked about stewardship over the last several weeks. But when things are going good, you've got the stewardship call on your life. This is when you recognize, man, I've been given so much. Like, what do I do with it? Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do with it. You're going to go out and you're going to give to other people. That's what you're going to do. You're going to pay it forward. I don't know if that's in the Bible, but it's a good movie. You're going to do something with it. You have all this blessing and all this joy and all this energy and all this freedom, and you're not spending all your time fighting all the battles. So whether you've got fruit or, or, or you know, fruit in your life or contentment or, or resources, you see yourself as a steward. You embrace that. You declare your dependence on God. The psalmist goes through to just say, man, everything you've given, you, you've done all this stuff for me, God. It's been all about you. Well, that's what we do. We declare our dependence on God. God, you've given me these. That's what a steward is. A steward has been given stuff by God. And then, and then we, we also don't sin by forgetting that God is good. When things are good, we actually tend to forget God. Hello, does that resonate with anybody? You kind of forget you're doing good. You're kind of humming along. You think everything's going well. You start to think that maybe you've kind of deserved to be in such a place or you've earned it. And you're like, man, I'm doing good. I've put together in my life right now. But man, the only way we blow these seasons where life is really good and sweet is if we forget that it's all because of the goodness of God, because God has known us, has created our story, and has been for our story, for his sake, for sure. That's the steward part. But God has been for us, and we can't forget it. If you're in that season where things are rich and right, friends, you bow down and you, you, you worship him in gratitude. And then you go do something with the riches that you have. You go give out of the abundance of your heart and out of the fruit of your character, and out of the time that you have, and out of the resource. You go and give your steward, and you proclaim your dependence on God and say, man, I can't believe everything you've given me, but it is all dependent on you. And then you remember that God is good. That's why. God is good. And, it, and then there's a whole circle because we keep worshiping. So it's easy when things are going good. But then there's times in between those times when things are not so good. Or sometimes when they're downright devastating. How do we celebrate the calling that God has on our life in those seasons? When we just go, man, what, what is going on here? What's happening? I mean, we got to go to Job when we talk about this. I mean, this, this is the story of a guy's life which just falls apart. And it's in our Bible because God knows that all of us at some point will be like, where is that story, man? Because my life feels like it's just one wave of disaster after another. You know those times? You just go, what happened? 
I was doing so good, and, and now we're in a different season. But see, the point is that we've got a calling on our lives in every single season, every last season, to embrace and to celebrate what God's doing. And so how do we embrace and celebrate the things that we're going to do when, you guys were all looking, I can tell the screen went off. Is that what happened? <laughs> How, how do we embrace the calling of God on our lives when we're in these seasons where things aren't so good? Well, here's the deal. Well, let's, let's look at the, at the Job passage. Did you see those couple verses? I'll read it to you. Oh, nice job back there. This is right after all this stuff happened, one thing after another, until Job's life was a total wreck. Including losing his kids. And he said, it said, at this, Job got up tore his robe, shaved his head, then fell to the ground in worship. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Isn't that powerful? See, how do we embrace the calling of God? How do we celebrate the calling of God, not just in the sweetest seasons, but in the times then when there's these lulls or even when it's devastating? How do we, what do we do there? It's the same words. It's the same stuff. First thing we do is we worship. That's what Job did. He worshiped. Now, for sure, you guys, he grieved. I mean, you look at what he did. It says that he got up, tore his robe, shaved his head. Those are signs of formal grief. Like he just said, I can't believe what's going on. And he fell apart tore his robe, shaved his head. So he grieved. He screamed. He cried. He asked the questions. He's like, what is going on? But then he fell down and he worshiped God. Doesn't that seem counterintuitive at first? That in the season where things don't go the way that we dreamt that they would go, it's the opposite of the seasons of fruitfulness and contentment and riches he did then still fall down and worship because worship is about gratefulness. And he was grateful that God was who he was and that he had even his own life. He was just grateful that God was God. See, sometimes worship is gratefulness for all the awesome stuff. Your prayers tonight are gonna be, well, I just had a dirty joke in my head. But your prayers tonight are gonna be prayers about being so grateful for how blessed you are. You're gonna be like, I can't look at what happened in our story. Like, this is amazing. And sometimes worship is just prayer after prayer after prayer of God, you've given me so much and look what you gave me here and look what you gave me here and look what you gave me here. And you've counted all of your blessings. That's what worship is sometimes. But other times, worship is simply being grateful that at least you have God. Where God, and that's how he uses these devastating times in our lives, where we end up saying, God, my life has fallen apart, but I have you. And you're the one thing that I need. Sometimes that's worship, gratefulness that he is all that you have. At least you have him. Oh God, you're good and you're beautiful and my life is a mess. And that's the extent of your gratitude and your worship. And Every one of us has experienced going through the lowest parts of our journey and dealing in there with questions and anger and fears and ah, shave my head and the whole thing. But then somehow we're wired to fall down and worship and say, but I have you. You're all that I have, God. 
And then God does this amazing, mysterious thing is then your heart starts to say, and you're all that I need. And you're all that I want. And then these other truths start to fall into place. You know, we embrace our stewardship. He says, look, I came naked. I came into this world. Naked, I'm going to depart from it. I'm going to praise God anyway. We say, God, you're all that I need. You're all that I have. You hear how this is a message for you and for you guys, not just because you're going to face trial or even devastation, but because in the end, it's the foundation of all of it. You're all that I have. You're all that I need, God. You're all that I want. And we embrace this stewardship piece where we say, so now I'm going to do something out of that. I'm going to be your servant even with what I have because a servant is, I mean, a steward is one who is given from the master. He's given from the owner. He's given from the benefactor. He receives. And Job's like, listen, I came naked. I'm going to leave naked. If you want to give me some in in the in-between time, I'll serve you with it. If you want to give me a lot in the in-between time, I'll serve you with it. If you want to take some of it away, I'll serve you. I will just serve you. You're all that I need. And then we declare our dependence on him. He says at the end of verse 21, whether he gives or whether he takes away, the name of the Lord is to be praised. You know that song that we do by Matt Redman? He gives and takes away. He gives and takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of God. And so, you, God, whatever you give, I'm dependent on. And whatever you give me, I'm de- I'll be dependent on you for that to be enough, right? If that's what you're gonna give me, then that's all that I need, and it'll be enough. This is what Paul meant when he wrote to the Philippians in chapter four, and he said, I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. That sounds like a wedding vow, doesn't it? Right? In all seasons, I've learned the secret of being content in all seasons, well-fed or hungry, plenty or in want, And here's what it is. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's the the dependence. I declare, God, that whatever you bring, whatever the season holds, whether it's sweet or sour or somewhere in between, I can do what you bring to me through your strength. And then that last point, and we do not sin by forgetting God's goodness. We don't sin by forgetting God's goodness. This is right out of Job, verse 22. And in all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Isn't that interesting? All these awful things happened to him. And he grieved and he was angry, I'm sure. And you know, this is 50-something crazy chapters in Job. You ever gotten all the way through Job? It's tough. But it's a lot of stuff with him asking questions, his friends blaming God. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But the text says that he never sinned by charging God with wrongdoing. He always, this is the point, he always remembered that in all the craziness and whatever God chose to allow to come his way, God was still good and God was for him. And that's the calling on our lives in every season The only way we blow it is when we start to say God's not good. And so he says he never sinned by by charging God with wrongdoing. God is good. Now the enemy is evil and people are messed up and our world is in chaos. But God is good. See, God never, and, and boy, this is a big question, right? I mean, me and all the philosophers for the last however many thousands of years, what do we do with the reality that God allows some of this stuff to happen to us, allows us to go through these seasons. Well, we don't know all the answers. 
We certainly know that God doesn't cause evil. But because of his love for the world, wrapped up in the whole notion of allowing people to really be free so he can have a relationship with them, evil exists. But God is still good. And so whether we're in this time, you guys tonight will hit the pillow and you'll be like, God is so good. And then as trials come and you enter into some other seasons, for those of us that are walking through other seasons, we'll go, but God is good. I worship him. I want to serve him as his steward. I declare my dependence on him. And I will remember that all of this is because God is for me and writing my story and God is good. Some of you are in that place of the difficult season of your life right now. And you need to remember that there's a calling on your life that is actually the same as the calling on Kenny and Sherry's life on the sweetest day of their life so far. It's the same. That you become a worshiper and a servant of God, declaring your dependence and knowing that he's about your good. Some of you need that reminder today as you go back out and face the trial you're in. And some of you are in sweet place and like them, you're going to take the gifts that you're, you've received, you're going to take the fullness that's in your heart, and you're going to go out and you're going to serve him because you've got a lot to give. And most of us are somewhere in between because as the sun rises and the sun sets, we go through a lot of stuff and we have some sweet things in our life where we worship and serve him and declare his goodness and we've got some hard stuff at the same time and we take that fullness and we worship and serve him and declare his goodness. May God call you up to live out faithfully whatever season he has you in, whether it's a sweet one or a really rough one, because our God is a good God.